Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Hello and good day. My name is Philip Bartu, and for this episode of The Ultimate Coach Podcast, I am being joined by Darren Farfan. I've been practicing pronouncing his name. He has got one of the most beautiful accents. I love listening to him talk all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. Byron is someone who, oh, how would I describe him? Someone who is a man with such a big heart, generosity, kindness, and resilience. Um, what's interesting about Farron, about Darren is, he is part of uh, JP Morgan's group of the Creator Circle. And one of the things that he does is he leads groups of 10 to 12 people for a year-long program where they get to create the space so that the ideas and the dreams they have in their head become reality in 12 months. So that's who we get to speak to today. And this is going to be a conversation about creation. One of the things that came up when um, speaking to Darren about the Ultimate Coach book is he was really loving chapter 27, which is all about creation. So in today's episode, we're going to be exploring creation and more specifically, what does it mean to create? When we create, we either create from the past or we create the future from the future. And that's the context through which we're going to be having this conversation with. So, Darren, thank you so much for joining us. Philip, my brother, I'm going to bring the accent strong here for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you so much for doing this in general. It's such a gift and so generous of you. Um, it's an outpouring of service from your heart. And I, for one, just want to thank you for the work you're doing and the service you're providing to the community and to everyone who listens. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for saying that. And, you know, I feel like we're, uh, this is the one of the, the topics that I'm really, really excited to to explore with you. And, you know, to me, The Ultimate Coach is really a book about accessing freedom, self-expression, and the ability to show up in the world in however way you want to show up that's going to be powerful, to deal with things powerfully. And that's what um, some of the things that I have accessed through reading this book. And um, yeah, I want to start with just um, hearing a little bit more about what's, what would you like to share around this idea of creating from the past and creating the future from the future? Oh, man, what a great topic to explore with you, because I know that we have had a couple of opportunities to speak. <clears throat> and each time has been a, a rich experience of discovery of being and um 
and just I just love your the space you create the strong container of love and support and um I know I can it, it opens me up I know so I can I can catch myself talking a lot but uh I hope you can uh, help me to guide me right so feel free to interrupt if I'm talking too much here but um for me and it's this is my personal experience is having experienced for myself the being a victim of my past of my circumstance but experiencing that in the now and not even realizing it so looking at my story and being in my story in such a way that disempowers me in this moment and actually cuts off my access to creating cuts off my access to at least creating more intentionally the vision and the the higher achievement that I want in in the world you know right so a lot of my personal story has been overcoming and transcending and I know it's a it's a human story it's you know it's just just a personal story but you know I consider myself a phoenix <laughs> you know burning up in the ashes and then um recreating myself and for me that the learning has been that even when i'm not aware of it some of these aspects of my story of my being um is still tethered to the past mm-hmm. and with the help of my family and coaches like i've been working with jp morgan for you know, 4 or 5 years now and he's really helped me to to hold me hold a mirror to this way of being that is you know kind of trapped in victimhood and transcending that and continuing to choose freedom to choose to liberate myself to be able to create the future that i know in my heart is possible well, i'd love to just hear about that the future that you know in your heart is possible like what does that look like for you yeah um as i was saying that i was like got a little bit of a jolt of electricity <laughs> shooting through me and say like, you know um first of all just the permission to dream mhm yeah um, and i've seen this with my clients as well it's like sometimes you feel you literally have to give yourself the space and i use the word permission right it's like the permission to dream and to dream big and to allow the desires of your heart to arise into your consciousness um you know and and and, and let that go without restriction i think i've heard of um i think it's gay hendrix talks about the upper limit problem you know like we have this mm-hmm. tendency to hold ourselves back or to to sabotage ourselves and i've noticed it for myself is like oh am i allowed to to dream that big you know do i really want a yacht out in the caribbean like living Three months of the year cruising the oceans. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Why not? Yeah. yeah. So, 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 with full permission to to dream, like what 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 does that look like for you? Having a yacht is that is would that be a dream for you? Yeah, I mean, I laughed at it, but it's. I grew up on a boat. You know, I I my both my parents were sailors. I grew up on the sea many months of the year. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I'm I'm a surfer. I have salt in my blood, you know. I have salt water in my blood. So I um there's something about being on a boat out in the ocean, especially a sailboat, right? You cut the engines and you're just with the, mm-hmm. the elements. Um and but for me it's also just like the adventure, the mystery, the discovery. It's all these things that that I feel are are there in my being and um being on a boat 
is a dream for me. It, and, you know, obviously I have family now. My wife loves the, the, the luxuries, yeah. not so much yeah. the high. And, 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 and I get that. And I'm also going to say to you that that feels kind of small when you say being on a boat is a dream. I think that being on a boat is part of a bigger dream, which I'm hearing is actually living on a boat and having an adventurous life on a boat. Yeah, I think, I don't know about living on the boat, but definitely okay. a lot of time. Spending a lot of time on a boat, right? Yeah. Having that, yeah. having access to a boat and, yeah. But Philip, what you, yes, so that's what it is, right? So you you said it, the adventurous life. So I created a story that, you know, I got married fairly young. I was 24, 25. I think I was 25 when I got married. Um, I had my first kid that year, then had three kids in three three years, four years, so it was really fast and I became, I was now establishing myself as a, as a professional. And so financially, it's been always this just above water, just, you know, month yeah. to month and, you know, feeding these, these mouths now and taking on these new responsibilities. Um, and I fell into a kind of trap of, okay, just, um, you know, I have to be this employee and earn this amount of money and, um, sacrifice some of the things that I had wanted as a younger person or, or dreamt that was possible. And, you know, so I felt, I felt, and I fell into that. And now coming into this new phase of the power to create freedom, to dream and to create what I dream, you know, has opened up this new desire to, to adventure and not just me though, like with my wife, with my kids, mm. having these family experiences and, and being able to, show them this world, this wonderful world, this awesome wow. world of experiences and beauty and um, and cultures. And so I have that strong desire, not just for me, but for them too. And that, that yeah, you're right. That boat represents the freedom to do that. And um, it speaks to that desire, yeah, for, for adventure, for the ability and the financial ability to give my family as much experience as I can. So thank you for that. Yeah, I'm enrolled in your vision. And <laughs> I, I, I'm I, already there and I can envision you and I, I just really want that for you, Darren. And uh, gosh, um, so, you know, whenever we speak to our dreams, the it's often met with the question, how? How do we do that? And and so we're often looking, if this is what I want to create, what do I need to do? Mm. And I know that um, for me, that's been the place where I have, I guess, I haven't been looking in a way that was helpful for me because a lot of the times when I want to create something, I just look, well, okay, what do I need to do? Okay, I need, and then that's where I would get stuck. And I know from from the conversations that we've had and it's this is really about who do you need to be so that you can be the father that is adventurous and takes his family on a life of adventure that includes spending time every year living on boats and discovering the world together as a family yeah yeah that's a great point philip um i i think that the doing is partly programmed, you know, it's programmed mm -hmm. into us that 
that's the way to create in the world is, um, you know, do, 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 do more to create right. more this idea. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about it though, it's like doing really like knowing what to do or thinking I know what to do really comes from the past. Right. Talking about being anchored yeah. in the past. Right? It's yeah. like you have to rely on knowledge, yeah. knowledge from what you've experienced in the past and what you've made that mm-hmm. mean in the yeah. now, right? Yeah. What you're uh, pointing yeah. is what you're pointing to is getting access to something that you have not experienced before, like right. and that you know that doesn't exist in your awareness yet. How do you do that? Is recreating your being in such a way that you start to access new ways of seeing and, and new ideas about what you could do yeah. as a possible. So I, I love, I love that we have a specific example here. Um, how does that look like for you to recreate your being for this to be a possibility for you? Hmm. For me, well, I told you, like I was in this employee mindset for, mm-hmm. for much of my life. I've had a few entrepreneurial um, adventures and um but mainly my experience has been this being an employee and climbing the ladder you know of success mm-hmm. call it that so i had a, a beautiful time i got to what i would say the pinnacle of my career was working in a kpmg which is a big four mm-hmm. consulting firm and i i cre- i created this idea this is my dream job but in my heart, I knew that wasn't true, right? I was like, there was, there's something else calling to me. I wanted to serve as a coach. And also I wanted to serve independently. Um, but I was terrified, Philip. I was terrified of taking yeah, that yeah. Step of independence of, um, of what do they call it? The, uh, golden something, golden handcuffs, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like a yeah. month of the safety of that, the perceived safety. And, um, I just knew that I had this calling to serve at a higher level, but my being was not in alignment with the vision that I had, you know, who I was being. I was being right. a good employee. I was being afraid. I was being uh, small in my, in my, um, I was being tethered, literally tethered. And it was horrific experience. Yeah. yeah. It was rendering. So, you know, part of part of my work with John at the beginning was, um, first of all, trusting myself enough to dream, to believe, and to start taking those steps that would carry me to what I wanted, you know, to 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 step into being a coach, step into being a businessman, step into being a, an entrepreneur. And um for me, it, 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 I needed, I needed support. I needed support. Yeah, and 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 I think what I'm also hearing is stepping out of not being what you know yourself to be. Say more. Well, you had an identity of who you are as a consultant, as an employee, mm. and as what's possible for you when you are being that identity. But stepping into a coach, it's almost like you've never known what that is. You've never known what it's like to be actually self-employed. So it's, it's, for me, it's like rather than it being stepping into 
a coach or something, it's actually stepping out of what is known. Right. And stepping in to the possibility of discovering something new rather yeah. than stepping into the certainty of knowing what it's going to be like as a coach, for example. Does that yeah. resonate? Of course. Yes. Yeah. So because, yeah. because it would be, it wouldn't be difficult if you just stepped out into being a coach, right? That would be like, well, yeah, that's, but it's stepping out of the perceived safety and security. Yes. Of whatever financial safety and security you have as an employee to deal with the reality of life and having a family to feed and a wife to provide for and all of that 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 remind that requires a tremendous amount of courage that that quite frankly few people have the courage to to do that or even consider that as a possibility for them yes thank you for that philip it's so true and, yeah. and that's why this is about freedom from mm. from what is known and this mm. is why what i what, what happens is for many years, as no matter how successful you were, you knew that in a way you weren't living your dream. Yes. And, you, and, and so you were settling. And it was about saying no to a settled life, saying no to being settled, to settling for something that isn't honoring the truth of your heart and what wants to be expressed through you. And that's the, wow, that's, that's who I see you being in that moment thank you thank honoring you honoring your heart yes 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 it, it, it resonates really really strongly with me deeply too i mean um we are we, you know they, they say fear of the unknown is, is the greatest fear it's, it's it's right what you're saying it's like it's less the fear of the unknown but it's the fear of leaving the known yeah it's the fear of leaving the known yes <laughs> that's yeah that's it that's it um, and you know, when you, like, I took on this persona of duty and my, you know, I took it mm. seriously, this, this idea that I had to provide for my family. I still do, but it's a different energy these days. You know, it's, it's more coming from a loving desire to provide and to provide more versus this idea that like I was, um, you know, duty bound and obligated or something I had to do, you yeah. know, at all and that tied to this idea of no, it's irresponsible to leave the known and the security and the safety of this job and the salary and um and move, you know, move towards my desire. It's it's irresponsible, it's selfish for me to do that. And you know, quite honestly, sometimes my wife reflected that to me. She felt that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I Oh yeah. I think there were there were times when it was true. It's like I, I'm willing to just throw it all away. <laughs> you know, I can't stand it anymore. You know, and that's not a yeah. very, not and, a very and, and also self selfish isn't a very um, popular word. There's mm. a lot of negative connotation around selfish, mm. but 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 actually, selfish is a requirement because you are taking a stand for a possibility for you a greater possibility for you and your family. And so even though they may not see that, it is, in a way, it is selfish, but in, in a good way. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I guess for me, when I hear that, it's like, 
because I hold my kids, my wife, my family, I, you know, my, my dreams so close to me, who I am. And I just know that the more I lean into love, the more I lean into what I feel oh, is yeah. loving, yeah. then, you know, it might seem selfish to the world mm. of my wife, but, you know, I know that this is coming from, um, you know, we can go there in this group. I think it's like spiritual. It's like, this is, this is God's will for me in yeah. my life. Because yeah. Yes. Yes. So good. It, 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 yeah. It's, it's my will aligned with divine will. That's and right. That, that's when, you know, yeah. like, you know, that yeah. There is, yeah. You were feeling something there. I'm that? feeling that. No, there's just something that this distinction between selfless and selfish that's that I'm just seeing in your story is uh, actually it's the other way around. Actually, it's um, when you're selfish, you are honoring your own agenda. Mm. When you are selfless, you are honoring a greater agenda. I love that. You know how I relate to it a lot is selfish with a common S is, mm -hmm. is selfish. It's, it's like my own um, limited desires without consideration of others. That's, you know, that's selfish, but selfish with a capital S is alignment with the greater self, with the highest self, right. And acting from that place, despite the conditioning or the, you know, the fears that, that come up, that is, alignment with the mm. true self and that is that's powerful yeah yeah wow i love that and then i think to what you're pointing to is this transcendent of all idea of self is you know selfless it's just like i'm i'm a vessel i'm a vessel here mm -hmm. to the god yeah. or to the, Holy Spirit, the divine whatever it is it's like um how is it saying in the bible it's like speak to me lord i'm listening I, I, here's your servant tell me what to do mm. That's a posture that I, I quite frequently take. It's like, I know that I have common as selfish tendencies and I know that I can be strayed by, um, you know, my, my pride and my greed sometimes. And, you know, like there is, there is this, there is this risk that I, I know that I can fall into call it temptation if you want, but, um, you know, it's like recognizing that and just being surrendered and opened to, something greater to help you through that and to help you to see clearly what it is that's going to be the highest good, right? Beyond your, your limited idea of what's right, what's wrong, but what's yeah. greater, greater right, you know? So actually, you know, when, when you, when you're saying that, well, what occurs to me is in, in the field of creation, there's um, this idea of you being, creating this amazing life with your family of adventure and everything. If, how does that fit in with aligning with the capital S with the greater good? Mm. Oh, I love that question. It's interesting. As you were speaking, what came up for me was right now, my primary focus is educating my children to the best of my ability and not just, not just academic education, but um, educating them in a way that they are, they have the knowledge, the experience, the, the self-knowledge, the insight that, that they can be a powerful contribution to, to community, to society. 
that's been a, a primary orientation for me and my wife um, for many years. Right now, that looks like a university education. And uh, we, we committed to educating them outside of Trinidad and Tobago, outside of the Caribbean, in the US and in Europe, um, to give them that exposure and that access to something different. I, I wouldn't say better or, or worse, but I mean, um, I think that there are aspects of the foreign education is better than what we can provide here. Um, but more than more than that, it's just the exposure to something different because we can we can become very small minded if we stay within this um, region, you know, kind of insulated. So I wanted to give them that. That is a huge financial s- stretch for me to do that. Right. Or oh, it was it is. Um, and I didn't think it possible. But I just knew that if I if I stayed faithful to what was in my heart, if I stayed in faith that I would, the path would emerge if I just took one step at a time, that it would be possible. I just knew that. And I committed to that. I spoke that to them. I made a promise to them that I would enable that opportunity for them. And that felt terrifying because the last thing I want to do is disappoint my children. You know, and I just made that promise to them and to myself with the faith that I would create it. I would create it. And at that mm-hmm. time, I wasn't making any U.S. dollars at all. I wasn't, um, you know, I was barely making enough to cover the bills here in Trinidad. And I, so I, I couldn't see how it was possible. I just knew that I wanted that and I was going to align with with what I felt was true. And what God wanted was that they are healthy, happy, and are making a positive contribution, like loving as much as they can. And to me, that meant getting the broadest education that they could get. Um, and But more than that, feeling the loving support and mm. seeing their parents go beyond themselves to provide that for them so that they could believe that that's also possible for them. So you're really being an example for them. Yes. By creating a possibility and breaking through your own limitations as an example of what's possible for them. Absolutely. And you know what? Maybe as you say that, maybe the biggest learning for your kids is not what they get from university, but seeing you break through your own limitations and waking up that possibility for them. Absolutely, Philip. And, you know, as I'm saying that and you're reflecting that back to me, um, when I decided to leave KPMG, like finally decided, you know, the final, final, final decision, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was ongoing, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But when I actually said, this is it, I'm taking a stand, I'm stepping off the ledge into this um, new being of, of being a full-time coach and consultant, I knew that I had to have my family understand, or at least um, I just wanted to be truthful to them. So before I spoke to my boss the night before, I gathered the family around and I, I sat down and I told them what I was doing and why. And, you know, you reflecting that to me, it's, it's, that's true. I really just knew that I wanted them to witness somebody transcending their fearful self, transcending the programmed self, transcending the someone who 
had created themselves. Like, listen, this was a deliberate creation to be a consultant with KPMG. Like it didn't come naturally. Right. Yeah. You know, but, but I, I, but I do understand what you're saying. And I did experience it where it became comfortable. It became like, ah, I got this, you know, I, I can be good at this. I can actually climb the ladder if I'm willing to do this, this, this. And that was terrifying to me because I just knew it wasn't me. And I literally sat with my kids looking them in the face and saying, I cannot do that anymore. And what I'm seeing now from what you're reflecting is like, I did that and I said that for them so that they didn't believe that they had to do that for themselves, that they could create from their hearts, from their, their vision. Yeah. And it was hard. My daughter looked at me and she said, dad, how are you going to do that? She was studying economics and, um, (laughs) She's like, she's like, don't you know that the economy is in a recession? You know, it's like, how are we going to eat? And I was like, how do I answer that? Because I have no idea, but I just know I'm going to do it. You know, how did you answer that? With commitment, just I say, I am going to make it happen. I know it will work out. And, um, you know, I, I also use the opportunity because JP Morgan at that time also was or around that time he was doing a series called creating in captivity. And it was, it was about, yeah, just kind of bucking the, uh, the, the mass hypnosis of, um, believing and had, and, um, kind of getting enrolled in the fearful messages that are coming through from friends, family, media, right? It was just a bombardment. And, um, so I, I was like, listen, what you are saying is true only if you believe it. Right. And more people are believing it. And that's why it seems as though things are going in that direction. But that does not mean that is necessarily true for you and for me. What is true is what I declare. And I am going to thrive as a personal coach. I am going to succeed financially with my own business. And they started to feel that and, and realize, Hey, you know, like that means it, <laughs> that means it. And, and, you know, um, my son was, he's a man of very little words. So he, his, his comment was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause he was just like, yeah, of course. Why not speak it, do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With, with this sharing, and per, there's two things. There's like the permission to dream, but then there's also the permission to share your dream. Hmm. I have found that there have been people with whom I feel really inspired to share my dreams with, and other people where I feel my dream is met with a lot of resistance of their own. Hmm. And... I found myself being more intentional with who I share my dream with. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, how does that play out in terms of creation? And how do you see that? Wow. That's a great question. I love that question. And just, I'm just so curious for you, right? So, yeah, because you're, you're somebody who is, is permission. Your being is permission to speak. I know this from our previous conversations, right? So like in your space, I feel very free, liberated to just share 
but for you, I'm curious, like, what do you, what do you experience in people that has you feel comfortable f- for you to share your dream, your visions? Well, when I feel they want what's best for me and a sense of encouragement, then it does feel, um, it, first of all, it feels vulnerable to share a dream when it is, when you don't have an answer to how to other than through commitment certainty and dedication and declaration so one of the things that i declared for myself is that i am creating the possibility to transform the well do transformational work with hospitality leaders around the world Mm. and um, my background is hospitality and i've had uh, some yeah, I just had a burnout from trying to look good, you know, being too committed to looking good and always um, pleasing. You know, I was a professional people pleaser. I, I kind of joke about that. And um, and so I want to I want to come back to the hotel industry and create a new possibility, a new way of being, a new way of leading, a new way of being hospitality actually being and mm. um and when i speak that into the world um just to give you an example i said something um i was saying something like that to um, my brother for example and um he was really challenged by that and he said well 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 uh you know my or or for example my father i have i wouldn't say something but he would say something like hold your horses that's one of the one of the mm. things. Is hold, so hold your horses. It's like don't don't the speak yeah. don't speak anything into the future. Tell me once it's done. And actually, in my whole family, is it kind of lives by that. And it's a it's it's a, it's kind of like this humility to you know not declare anything. So mm. I've held back in in the way I share and what I share. And um, I'm wondering if that holding back is if that is wisdom or if that is also holding back on my own self-expression. Mm. Isn't that the uh, question, right? How do I know what's divine wisdom or my own wisdom versus my selfish desires? That's, that's such a, an interesting one. How do you, how do you feel into that? Well, it reminds me of, you know, one of my, I, the other, I, I rewatched, um, one of this, this amazing movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's and, great. uh, yeah. Have you watched it? There's the, uh, there was a time when, uh, he was, uh, oh, what's the lead singer's name? I just had a, had a blank out. Um, oh gosh, was, he just, <laughs> he just put me on his spot. I'm like, um, Queen, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yes. Yes. And, um, he was just a garage. He was just starting out as a singer. And uh, he had such confidence. And he just knew that he was made for greatness. Yes. And when I see that, I can recognize that not only in myself, but in everyone. Mm. And it, it is about, and, and he, you know, <laughs> In the, his dad was kind of like similar to in the, in the story, you know, he was very much like, um, you know, giving him advice on how to live his life. And he would just be a dentist. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Have good thoughts. Good, some, some, you know, something's and he just said to like, yeah, how's that working out for you, Dad? Mm, right. And that was that was his way of, um, of 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 dealing with it. But I'm really I'm coming to you without a knowing here. You know, I'm I'm just being curious with that question, and I'm I'm just really interested to hear what's your perspective on that. Not that there's a right or wrong way, but I yeah. would love I would love to hear. Darren's perspective on this. Well, let me let me remember something to you. You told me about your vision and right. your to lead um, and be a leader in this hospitality industry, and and you were very specific. And in your being, you felt very clean and certain, and from a heart of service. It it hit me when you asked, and I I teased you. I said, well, I don't know anybody in five star industry, you know, in five star hospitality, but. Um, it resonated so much that your declaration and your ask that I, something occurred to me. It's like, actually, I know the vice president of a local, um, it's like a, we call it a quasi governmental organization. They, they have two hotels in their portfolio that, that they manage. And I thought to myself, I would love to introduce Philip to the VP of hotels in Trinidad here. So there is something about the way you share that influences and creates in the person, right? And that's not as much the, the words, but the being, who you're being in, in that declaration of, of your vision. And I'm um, and also being very specific here. Like, it's not just about sharing, but it's about asking for what you want too. Yeah. Yes. Right? Um, and I think you said it, there's, there's this idea of, of just, confidence of knowing of certainty right that inoculates yourself from (laughs) (laughs) it really does it really does yes because of course there's the story of who am i to coach this person and and that story even though it's there i don't need to big myself up and create a better story or to make myself worthy or anything all i can do is is just notice it and be present with it and not let it be anything that gets in the way from the certainty and the knowing and the commitment that I have with myself and with what I want to create in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, thank you for, 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 you know, mirroring that back to me. Yeah. You know, um, one of my teachers, a mentor, she told me that don't share your vision don't share your desires and your um, creations because people's energy becomes envious and um you know it, it they can there can be repercussions yeah my wife my wife tells me that yeah right you know and i'm like that is so strange like it doesn't feel true to me um that might happen but their jealousy or their you know their negativity if I am ra- grounded in my truth, it doesn't affect me. It can't. You know, my energy is clean in it. And, um, and I will take, look, I want to be, I want to be humble enough to take feedback. Right. But I also know that my path is my path and nobody could understand it the way I understand it. You know, my vision is mine. And, um, the more I can be in that and be certain and not certain about how, but certain that 
that is going to be manifest in the world and that I can step into being that that creates that vision, then yeah, say what you want. Because it's only until I believe what you're saying that it's going to yeah. make a difference. Yeah. Right? You know what? And as, as you say that, what I'm noticing is it's already happening. I'm already having conversations that are making a difference in the lives of hospitality leaders. Yes. That's actually happening as we speak. It's something that is happening. And, um, and that's, that came through commitment, but it really came through the declaration first. Yes. And, love- uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's really the power of self creation. Really is really. Is. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about that because I, that, um, JP, yeah. JP Morgan really opened my eyes to this power of declaration. Right. And, um, you know, it's something that we teach in creating the business that, that I'm in with JP. Um, and I know it's very big in, you know, Steve's world. I think JP got a lot from, of his understanding of this and the practice of this through Steve's teaching and mentoring. So it's, um, it's a practice that I have taken on. And it took me a little while to really get the power and the, um, I would say the commitment to the practice of it, not just, well, every so often I'll speak it or like when I really get in tune with something I want, I'm going to create myself to, to be that, you know, it's like, no, it's, this is a, this is the daily practice. This is a continuous practice of declaring my state of being and self-creation, as you said, self-creation, self-creation every day. Every moment really is an opportunity. And I'm not sure how um, deep this, this goes into the, into this in the book. I, I think it speaks about this in the document creation. But for me, the origin of these declarations comes from these places of fear and disbelief <laughs> or unuseful beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's like literally being attuned and aware of these stories that we're telling ourselves from the past that we're bringing into the present that are actually tethering us to a way of being that's not going to take us to what we want, but just continue to create more of what we have created in, in the past. Yeah. So becoming attuned to those things and then creating freedom from them. That is the key. Creating freedom from those beliefs, from those judgments about yourself that you've taken on and believed about yourself. Yeah. And then, and and, yeah, and limitations that you have that some of them may not even appear to be judgments. Some of them may be, may appear to be strengths. Yeah, yes. there's still a limitation. I think judgment, we have a very strong word to that it's, it's really an identity of something that looks permanent around your personality, around who you think you are. And when that looks permanent, it's a limitation, even though it's a strength. That's such a great point. I think that that happens because these things, these ideas about ourselves, they are a lot of them are coping mechanisms right or defense mechanisms that we've used to travel through difficult situations or um you know difficult circumstances so we we've 
we, then we navigate through them and we're like, oh, wow, that worked. Mm. So that means, you know, that that's going to work again in the future. Um, and you're right. It can be any strength can become a liability, you know, in that sense, because you're no longer facing that situation. You've transcended that, but you're holding on to that way of being because it's safe or it creates a sense of safety. I want to share a story um, around that. You know, in um, and I, I understand that the way Steve Hardis does it is through declarations and also practice. And 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 I know that that's been really powerful for him and 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 with the work you've been doing with JP. And at the same time, I also recognize that there are sometimes just it can just also be real simple shifts. That isn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily come from this need to have a practice. So mm. I, I can, I, I want to speak to that as well. I have a, just recently I was in conversation, um, with a client who came to me and she said, I really want to work on my negotiation skills. And she had a new business that she was, um, wanting to get the licensing fee for, um, for, for Switzerland. And so she had, um, she wanted to go in there and she wanted to up level her negotiation skills. Now I could have spent an hour working on her negotiation skills, helped her get better at negotiating. But it occurred to me that that's not, that wouldn't, there would be something more helpful than that. And so often when we, when we want to get something, what we look at is what's missing. So how, what do I need to add? What skills? What knowledge? What know-how do I need to add in order to get something? But what we generally don't look at is what do we already have? What's already there? And so getting rid of the idea and the notion that we need to add something allows us to let that go, the notion that we need to add something and look at what's here. Mm -hmm. And as we started exploring that and we worked at her level of being, um, she had a lot of ideas around the idea that she needed to be a good negotiator because that's what business is about. And if you don't know how to negotiate, you don't know how to do business. And so all of these stories started coming up for her. And, um, and I said, well, what if you just could be yourself? And she was kind of confused by that question. And as we explored, we kind of got deeper and we created, and she actually helped, I helped her create herself to be fun playful and courageous. So she was a possibility for fun, playful and courageous. Mm. And now all of a sudden there was a complete shift in her being. So the thing she was dreading the most having to negotiate was something she was bringing an energy of fun, playful and courageous. Now, the interesting thing is we never spoke about how to's strategies or what to do, mm. but through her shift in being, she went and spent the day with this business associate who came to Switzerland. She took her out for lunch in a beautiful hotel and everything went great. She was being fun. She was being playful. There was no, she was just being herself. And when the, they ordered dessert, she had kind of made this special kind of tailor-made cake and she had ordered some candles and, um, she had an idea in her head of what she wanted to pay for this licensing fee. That was 88,888. And she had five candles with the number eight. 
she put each candle in the cake. And when the and uh, and at the at the time when she was just with her partner, instead of negotiating, she said, "This is what I'm willing to pay." And then she had a lighter, and uh, he just smiled. And he just couldn't say no. And he just said to her, well, that's wonderful. She lit up the five candles. They had a glass of champagne together and celebrated. And the whole thing was negotiation free. She was fun. She was playful. She was courageous. And what happened after that is on a side joke, he said to her, you know, I came here today and I promised myself I'm not going to go under a 100,000. But the way you presented that, I just couldn't say no. Mm. I love that story, Philip. That's so powerful and beautiful. Yeah. So oh, she, yeah. Yeah. Just as a tangent, that when you said 800, what is that? 888,888. So for some reason, yesterday, I saw these, these those numbers. Um, apparently, it was some kind of lion's gate, something or the other, energetic portal. I, I don't know exactly, but those numbers popped into my awareness yesterday. So that was interesting when you said that. Um, but I love that story. And you're right. You're so right. I've, I've grappled with this myself, uh, by the way. Um, I come from a background of studying three principles and... Um, even before that, I, I do, I have a practice of meditation, Vipassana meditation, and I became very enthralled in the idea of surrender. So I studied David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, his book, um, his books, Empowerment versus Force and um, Letting Go, the Pathway to Surrender, this type of thing. Spent hours watching his videos and learning and practicing surrender and letting go and, um, you know, Vipassana is the observation, the, the uh, equanimous observation of phenomena. And I love that path. I love it. It's, it's so beautiful to be in peace, you know, just to create peace through those things, through those practices and, um, and those techniques. And I, I got to a point though, I was like, but how do I, how do I actually create the big dream how do i how do i move forward to actually create this thing that feels like it's it's possible but i don't know how you know like who do i need to be do i just need to be surrendered and trust in god and like just do what my intuition tells me i mean that sounds great i didn't have much success <laughs> you know because because i kept falling back into patterns of my old self my past yeah. right and I kept seeing evidence that those beliefs I had about myself were true because the people in my life had, they were mirroring back to me, my old beliefs and, and, you know, like how I had created myself in them was being mirrored back to me. So how do I transcend this? How do I, it took me a, a while to realize that um, actually it was something that Steve said, Steve said, if you want to create peace, drop story. If you want to produce, create story. And that just clicked. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Like I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's it's like, let me drop the stories that are having me feel like shit and having me feel disempowered. I can drop that and drop into peace and love. 
tune into the desires of my heart, tune into my vision, and then declare myself as a way of being, as a being that creates that, that has that already. Yes. That's the truth. Yes. And you're creating from a foundation of peace. Yes. From a foundation of power and possibility. Yes. I love that. And I had spent, like you, a lot of time surrendering and letting go of story and finding myself in this beautiful space of peace. But my creation was a mess. Like mm. I, I wasn't creating intentionally. I was just kind of allowing, surrendering and seeing what gets created. And, um, it was, it was, I mean, it, it wasn't bad, but I say it was messy because there was no real and, um, there was mystery and wonder and, 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 you know, it was, it was a wonderful time, but I got more interested in actually creating what I want to create and less interested in surrendering to the mystery and see where life leads to. Well, it's both and, isn't it? I think it's, if you listen, I, I'm more interested in and less interested than, you know? So it's like, yeah. for me, it's yeah. like where I want to put my attention and my growth is into moving in the space of creation. Yes. And, that, and yes, and this is what, oh, this is what this book, The Ultimate Coach, has opened. It opened me up to an understanding and a possibility for creation. Yes. For creating story. And the document is definitely a way to access that. It's and, one way. Yeah. yeah. It's one way. And I, I also want to say it's one way. And it's um it's certainly not the only way, but it is one way. And like everything, it's I also think the document isn't something that necessarily works for everyone. And that's just my opinion. And yeah. I may be wrong about that, but I also feel that it's important for people to give it a try. And um, well, actually not even give it a try. I actually think that if you do something with absolute conviction, that's it, yeah, then it will work. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I, I know you're right in that I remember the, um, TBO, LIT, NFL, right? That the, the essence of that video for me, years and years ago, I saw that and I was like, wow, commitment creates, you know, and that has been a, a journey of learning really what it means, how to be committed. Yeah. Right? How yeah. to be so committed, like, this this document, people, when they say document, I don't use that term, but I, I get it. Like it's okay, it's a document. But to me, it's a living document, right? It's like literally mm -hmm. declaration of being that I declare in this moment, off the page, more in my internal experience. Yeah. You know, yeah. you close my eyes, I say the words, but I'm looking in my mind's eye at images of me being that thing. You know, I'm, I'm experiencing in my body a context where I'm being that and I'm seeing the effect of that being occur in real time in my, in my experience. So I feel, I feel that. I feel yeah. That. And it but, is but to your point, to your point, yeah. everybody's got to walk their path that, and, and do what feels and, and works. Right. So, 
Um, I don't know if it's a, a case of people uh, uh, not doing it right, or I don't know if I'm saying that words with inverted commas, but you know, I think that if people spent time reflecting on being the thing that they want, yeah, that's yeah. going to have an impact on their experience. And that's going to govern how they see the world. And that's going to impact on their action taking and not just impact on the action taking, but the quality of that action. And that's what, to me, this book is about mm. is creating through that intentionality yeah. and through, through the, the truth of your being. What a beautiful conversation, Darren. It's like time has flown and flown by in your presence. And, uh, we are already reaching the end of our time together. So I wanted to, yeah, just take a moment to, yeah, thank you for share all your sharings. Um, I'm really going to, this is what I want to listen to again. I feel like there's, um, there's something more for me to hear and to see here. So thank you for, yeah, for sharing all that. And, um, I wanted to ask you if there's anything you would like to share before we complete this conversation today. Just my pure gratitude, Philip, for you in particular, um, your presence, your honesty, your sincerity. You're such an awesome host and um, conversationalist. I, I, I really enjoy being in your space and having these conversations with you. This is yeah, this is probably the best one yet we've had, and we've had a few. Um, so thank you for the opportunity to reflect and to self-create myself in those reflections. Thank you for your reflections of me and who I am for you. Um, but also just thank you for, again, this work that you're doing uh, and sharing these insights and helping others to share their insights. And just as a community, it's such a beautiful thing to be part of and to witness and to grow with, grow through. So thanks to you, to Steve, to the whole crew that is, you know, behind the scenes making things happen. My heartfelt gratitude to you. To oh, you thank, thank you for saying that because, yeah, there are a lot of people that are putting in work and hours and volunteering their time for this podcast to be alive. And, um, yeah, so I, I want to, you know, particularly have a shout out to uh, um, Evans Putman, who's really the one who's, bringing all this together and uh who is putting a lot of yeah a lot of time in into this and michelle as well who's also doing a lot of editing and so yeah i just wanted to thank them and acknowledge them for the great work that they're doing um darren how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you or feel inspired to connect with you um philip the the first thing that comes to mind is we are part of a group called We Are Creating. The company is called Creating. So our website is wearecreating.com. You can come and check us out. It's JP is the founder. I'm a creating champion there. And um, you know, if anybody just wants to read my little bio, that's available. But to get to know me, I would love you guys to reach out. I'm on social media. I'm in the uh the ultimate coach. Facebook group. So feel free to look me up there on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram and coming soon, <laughs> www.darrenfafan.com, D-A-R-R-E-N-F-A-R-F-A-N.com. I've never had a website, but since we spoke, the desire is born and it will be done. 
So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you also all of you that have tuned in today and listened. And if there's anything that you've heard around creation, any insights that you've had, uh, um, both, you know, Darren and I always love hearing back from what people get out of these conversations. So please do feel free to reach out, share, connect, and uh, let us know what you have heard. Um, Darren, it's been a joy. Thank you once again. I wish you well. And uh, I am excited for the possibility of you living the dream um, <laughs> with your family. I am. I have this beautiful image of you on a boat with your family. And uh, I would love to join you on one of those boat trips one day. <laughs> yes, I love that. Thank you for saying that. I, I just saw us doing that. So that's going to be great. And, and just to let you know that I am on Friday, I'm heading to the Mediterranean to spend a week on a luxury yacht with my beautiful bride, my wife of 23 years. We're taking a, um, an extraordinary holiday to be together, celebrating our love for one another and our achievements mm-hmm. and our dreams. So that's, um, that's so beautiful. That's so inspiring. And see, you are already creating it's already in the works. Yep. It is happening. So thank you everyone for tuning in across space and time. Really appreciate your presence here. And again, thanks to you and the team. Much love. Much love to you, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, We invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be used.